I'm Bridget Fettesey, and this is your Dumpster Fire for the week of May 17th to May 23rd. And the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. First off, some housekeeping. We will be taking every other week off for the following six weeks in order to catch up on all of the business that I have been letting go by the wayside. This is a small, little three-person operation, and we don't have very much time between the other two people who work here working full-time jobs and me trying to crank out a bunch of content and us spending our entire weekend on Dumpster Fire. So, in order to catch up on some of the more boring grown-up shit that is getting backed up, I'm going to take every other week on off. I'm sorry, but just think of it this way. You'll have two weeks of content every single Dumpster Fire. I apologize to our new viewers, but you will have plenty of backlog dumpster fires to catch up on if you haven't already binged them and we also we'll have some other content going up and we're gonna get some merch we just haven't been able to do a lot of stuff right we're behind dumpster fire for president joe biden says if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or trump then you ain't black yeah biden appeared on the breakfast club this week um had a conversation with charlemagne the god who manages to get the most amazing sound bites out of all politicians. I think he had one from Harris that went viral. I think Elizabeth Warren went on and there was a gaffe that went viral. And now Biden, who, considering that he's a 77-year-old potential rapist and racist with dementia, I actually think it wasn't that bad. (laughs) If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. I really think it could have been a lot worse. <laughs> it reminds me of that Bill Burr routine where he says if you put a mic in front of somebody after a certain age, they're going to say some shit that's inappropriate. They're old. They're old. These are old people. You can live too long. You, you, I'm telling you, you wear out, you're welcome. I actually didn't think that the election could ever get worse in 2016, and I don't know why it didn't occur to me that it actually would. And as I mentioned last week, it feels like an election that makes me feel dirty, and every single week it actually makes me feel more disgusted with politics and just more nihilistic about it. Yep. And this week I was like, I'm out. I'm done. It's a race to the bottom. Nobody has any values. It's all about power. And I'm not voting. That's where I'm at. Uh huh. Not voting. No one's entitled to your vote. You don't have to vote. You just don't. You can be, people can bully you all you want, but no one's entitled to it. And in fact, holding your nose and voting for shit candidates is what creates this dynamic of dysfunction that perpetuates itself forever. So don't encourage them. That's my two cents. <laughs> my vote is torn between Andrew Yang. <laughs> <laughs> who I might write and in. Queen and of the Morons. Bridget Fettesy, Queen of the Morons. Obviously, we know who your vote's going to. <laughs> the dear leader of this small, undisclosed location. I don't know, Bridget. You got to earn it. <laughs> Bridget's got my vote. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> Suck up. <laughs> well, <laughs> Sam's my favorite of all of the employees at Fettesy Inc. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Moving on to journalism. New York Times article, Believe All Women is a Right-Wing Trap. This article almost broke me. 
And it would have gone into breaking Bridget if it wasn't so serious. Basically, this woman was saying that believe all women is a trap that the right wing is using to try and hoodwink people into revealing that they're hypocrites. What's infuriating about this take is that there were tons of women like me and men who came from the left and we were pushing back against all this believe all women nonsense during Kavanaugh. When it was actually going on, nobody wanted to have any conversations with us. We lost friends. We lost work. We were all saying, hey, there needs to be some nuance. And in this New York Times article, they said, oh, believe all women always had an asterisk with that had a bunch of nuance attached to it. Bullshit. Like, no. There are pictures of the freaking women's march gathered in a circle around a believe all women flag. Like you guys, you guys perpetuated this. They were perpetuating it not even that long ago with Elizabeth Warren when she was saying that Bernie Sanders said that she couldn't, a woman couldn't be president against Trump. The whole thing came up again. It's gaslighting and I can't stand it when the left wing press or anyone does this, the right wing or left wing, but in particular, when it's so just in your face and blatant, and it's just such an absolute horseshit lie that this is some right wing trap. I feel like anytime the Democrats can't take responsibility for anything, basically, and they have to reconcile their ideological inconsistencies, or God forbid, admit that they lost or they were wrong, it's basically a right wing trap. Hillary Clinton. A right-wing trap. The Electoral College, a right-wing trap. Voting, a right-wing trap. Freedom, a right-wing trap. I'm just over it. Like, stop blaming the right for your hypocritical bullshit. No one cares. No one cares. They know they won't lose their base. Right. Both sides. Right. So it doesn't even matter. No one no one will change their mind. All each side is hearing <laughs> is what their own side is saying. There is no truth anymore. No. It's, it's just the approved message and the narrative the and then spin. the reaction to that. Yeah. I've said it so many times. Whataboutism is going to be the de- death of democracy. What about this? Well, what about that? Well, what about this? Well, what about... Well, we can do this forever. Why don't we deal with right now and what is actually happening today? Right. And just because my guy did something wrong five years ago doesn't mean that your guy is entitled to do something wrong now. Yeah, two wrongs don't make a right. Again, this is basic preschool shit. <laughs> Just because your side raped somebody doesn't mean that our side gets to rape someone. I did not learn that in preschool. <laughs> <laughs> what preschool were you going to, Sam? <laughs> I think what preschool was Bridget going to? <laughs> we had some very awkward nap times. <laughs> Moving on to Get Wrecked China. <sighs> and some lighter topics like the fact that China is erasing Hong Kong's existence. Yeah, just some light stuff like China is going to become the boot that takes over the world. China is forcing wide range national security laws on Hong Kong, basically dismantling the one country, two systems framework. It's basically the end of Hong Kong as we know it. Well, yeah, it will be if they get away with it, which they probably will. I feel like China played nice for a while because they wanted to get in on that globalist pie and now that the world is hating them they're really leaning into their role as the villain Mm -hmm. like they don't have as much to lose and they don't care and they're really flexing their muscle and their influence and their tentacles that they've managed to put all around the entire world and in every infrastructure and every single country there's you know, China owns kind of already does own the world, but now they're really like, all right, we're not playing nice yeah, anymore. Gloves are coming off. Yeah. 
I feel like they own everything. They do. They do. Soon this very show will be La Tsi Sang Hua with Bridget Fetussi. And we will be singing China's praises. Which one of you decided to go and start bad-mouthing the Chinese government? Moving on to TikTok stresses it is not owned by a Beijing company. Instead, its parent company is incorporated in the Cayman Islands. Oh, well, that makes me feel better. The Cayman Islands, in that case, you can't be hiding anything at all. Nothing says I'm sketchy like having a shell corporation in the Cayman Islands. There's no association with China whatsoever, then. You've made that clear. <laughs> I just associate the Cayman Islands with the pelican brief I, or whatever. No, the, uh, <laughs> no, the firm. The firm, yeah. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I just automatically think of how sketchy... The sketchy lawyers yeah. going down to the Caymans. I really do have a fantasy of being that at that level. Mm-hmm. Where I have a sketchy shell corporation. You have to hide your money at the <laughs> yeah. And in Beyond Parody, the rolling to remember ceremony to honor our nation's veterans, POWs and people MIA drove through the White House lawn. Yeah, this was hilarious. Aaron Rupar had the best tweet about it. He's a journalist and he said, this looks like a deleted scene from Idiocracy. <laughs> and if you actually watch the whole video, it is definitely a deleted scene from Idiocracy. <laughs> They just drive around in circles, first of all. For a while, it reminded me of when I was, like, on my big wheels as a kid. You know? (laughs) (laughs) They're just, like, going around. The whole cause is actually good. I guess they've done this before. It was, it's an honor of POWs and veterans who are MIA. That's in theory great, a great cause. But of course, Trump has to make it about himself. And even in the speech, he's telling them to remember November 3rd. It becomes like a rally because he can't help himself. November 3rd's a big day. We don't want to destroy this country. We're going to make it bigger, better, greater than ever before. And then he thanks them for their service, not because they're veterans, because they they said that they would protect Trump. But I never forgot that. We're not here to hear your speech, sir. We're here to protect you. And he's like, thank you for your service in uh. offering to protect me. And I thought it was an incredible thing. So you've been my friends. I want to thank you very much for it. I was like, how? How do you? It's like a magic trick. It really is narcissism. It's just this insane ability to make everything about you. Trump's new Secret Service is lit. This is the closest he's going to come to getting that parade with the tanks he wanted to. (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) I wonder, too, when they were blasting Axel, I wonder if it's um, Munchen's way of trolling Axel Rose. Steve Munchen and Axel Rose had like a big public Twitter beef, and this is his way of being like, to, to suck it, Axel. We're using your song. In Capitalism Always Wins, Joe Rogan strikes an exclusive multi year deal with Spotify. Listen, anyone who wants this massive platform of 22,000 subscribers, (laughs) as well as an extremely high-tech operation that we have going here. We are happy to have conversations about selling out eight figures, starting at eight figures only, serious (laughs) inquiries only, please. This is the deal of a lifetime as far as I'm concerned. And... 
I don't think it's a coincidence that I went on Joe's show and then he sold it for hundreds of millions of dollars. <laughs> like three days later. Yeah. <laughs> this is the kind of star power I bring to a little unknown like Joe Rogan. <laughs> Good for him, though, for real. Yeah, no, seriously. I'm happy for him. He held the line. He yeah. held the line. He stayed independent. He held the line for men. He gave dudes a place to be dudes. He's a good guy. He is a good example. There there was a big void when yeah. people abandoned all things men. Mm -hmm. And he filled it. And it could have been a lot of like, it could have been a big problem with like lots of angry dicks who filled it. And mm -hmm. he, it's like a curious goofball who likes to be healthy. He lifts people up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah. So good for you, Joe Rogan. And Spotify... Coming yeah. for you. If you need some female-driven content, we know it's all the rage these days. <laughs> you know where to find us in an undisclosed location. L.A. clothing brand puts Fauci, Cuomo, and Newsom's names on underwear. <laughs> Panties for progressives. <laughs> com. <laughs> It's so gross. Can you imagine a guy? Nothing would make me go soft faster than if I took a woman's pants off and there was underwear with another man's name on them, first of all. Another dude. Not only another dude, a politician. I'd be like, oh, you're a fucking psychopath. That's what's <laughs> happening here. You're yeah. a crazy person. How many pairs do you think Cuomo and Newsom bought? <laughs> all of them. All of them. Ugh. I guarantee it. They're going to like use them as stocking stuffers for their nieces and nephews. <laughs> One of the funniest comments on the article about the panties, right under it was Chad Prather. He's a comedian at The Blaze. <laughs> and he said <laughs> something like, where did she put her wiener? It was a, or is there a place for a wiener? <laughs> it's really funny. We're going to get some undies made here. Limited edition, Cousin Maggie, Fetacy. Sammy flaps and folds. We'll just have Sammy flaps and then on the back and, and folds, folds. <laughs> on the butt. It'd be weird to take someone's panties off and then it just <laughs> cousin Maggie. <laughs> what? I think you're wearing your cousin's underwear. <laughs> That's a weird one. I like that I one. I feel like the Sammy flaps and folds ones will sell out and I'll, no one will buy mine. It'll be so sad. I'll buy your underwear, Maggie. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. <laughs> and speaking of capitalism always wins, you know who needs to win? Me! So like, subscribe, comment, touch my bells and buttons. I'm particularly booby today. <laughs> In case you hadn't noticed. <laughs> I'm sure they've noticed. <laughs> Proof we're living in a simulation. NASA has discovered a parallel universe that runs backwards. I think it's pretty clear that we're in the backwards universe, <laughs> the upside down place or whatever it is. I, I think it's pretty arrogant of us to assume that this other universe is the one that's running backwards. How do we know that we're not running backwards? Well, they did say in the article that from their per point of view, we would be the ones running backwards. But their laws of physics seems to be in reverse of ours. Which is There's weird. like one little theory that everybody kind of globbed onto. And I like to pontificate on these things because it reminds me of that show Fringe, which I love. Oh, and yeah. any kind of idea that there's a parallel universe 
is so exciting to me because I wonder what the Bridget Phetasy in that universe is doing and Cousin Maggie <laughs> oh, and Sammy Flaps. And maybe folks. she's rich. Ha <laughs> 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 Maggie. <laughs> wow, Maggie with the dagger. <laughs> maybe she is. <laughs> What if your ambitions had succeeded and you went to Harvard and were just a douche? I would totally be a douche if I went to Harvard. <laughs> That's absolutely a fact. And I certainly wouldn't be sitting in this garage at 41 years old making raptor noises <laughs> in some flim-flam shabby operation. <laughs> no, I love it. Someday, maybe I can be an asshole. A rich asshole. I believe in you, Bridget. Thank you. A rich Harvard <laughs> asshole. A rich Harvard asshole. I just had an image of just a little asshole wearing a Harvard scarf. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on that. <laughs> Sprained my eyes. The power of Stacey Abrams. Ugh, she's just so thirsty for the veep. It's so sad. <laughs> they did a whole profile on her, mm -hmm. and she was wearing a cape. Which immediately I saw that and just thought of The Incredibles. <laughs> <laughs> no capes! No capes! I feel like they're trying to introduce a new superhero in the DC universe. <laughs> the literally DC universe. I see what you did there. Thank you. I was pretty proud of that joke. I wrote it at 7 a.m. in one of my bread cycles. Elon Musk says to take the red pill, Ivanka Trump agrees. This was ridiculous. But I also wonder if it isn't Elon, my nemesis, Musk's way of blinking that this is the simulation. Is this his way of signaling to us what's like a hostage situation? He can't tell us that we're actually in a simulation, but he's like. <laughs> <laughs> and Elon was very confusing, too, because he said, take the red pill, but then he had a a rose, which is usually the symbol of socialism. So everybody was like, this is weird mixed messages coming from Elon. He just, he just trolls people all the time now. So then Ivanka, because Ivanka quote tweeted it, which was also funny. She was like, taken, which is a weird thing to say because you're basically implying that you are a liberal. And she totally was. Yeah, she was. I was like, so you're own, you're admitting you were a lib to own the libs. <laughs> and then Lily Wachowski said what? She said, fuck you both. <laughs> and you know what? I'm with her. <laughs> I'm with Lily Wachowski. 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 How do you say it? I don't know. Wachowski. Wachowski. I'm with Lily Wachowski. Lily Wachowski. I'm just glad that driving a Tesla means you're MAGA now. Just want to put that out there. If you drive a Tesla, you're MAGA. I look forward for a to seeing a Tesla with a gun rack. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. Sammy, I expect a good Photoshop from you. Then we've got Karen is upset beaches are open. Everybody is here and nobody. Yeah, oh my God, that's what I'm saying. This woman is auditioning to be the spokeswoman for next door, I think. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Again, snitches get stitches. And now everybody just thinks they're a spy. You can spy on your neighbors. And so she was walking around yelling at people at Trader Joe's, like poor worker who's trying to talk to the people in line and keep them comfortable. And she's like, six feet away. Where's our local Trader Joe's? Six feet apart when you talk to people. You need to be six feet away. Everyone thinks they're fucking police. Ugh. Get a life. What's interesting about this use of the word Karen is that it's been weaponized to basically mean bitch. And now it's the politically correct way we can call anyone a bee. 
So every, the progressive, everyone's taking it. And uh-huh. they're like, you can just call anyone that you think is a bitch a Karen. Just grow some fucking balls and call them a bitch. But we like calling people Karens, too. Like, we do it. And we were mocking whoever wrote yeah. that article a few weeks ago about the use of the word Karen. I absolutely think that Karen is an acceptable <laughs> way to call someone a bitch. But let's just call it what it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> then in Never Woke Enough... Peloton is racist now because of white instructors and 1980s music playlists. It should also be in Sprain My Eyes. What isn't racist? Why don't we just start there? (laughs) Maybe that's a commentary on society. Perhaps. I don't know. But do we have to problematize everything? Is everything problematic? I mean, it would be easier if we just started listing the things that aren't racist. For instance, like hiking. No, no. No, they labeled that racist. Or jogging. Nope, nope. That one was also called racist, too. Cooking? Cooking seems harmless, right? You're both shaking your heads. Oh, right. That was racist this week. Yeah. Yeah, if you even get, like, a spice that isn't from your freaking homeland blood lineage, you're a racist for using it. Everything's racist. Then moving on to... Dumpster diving! What's next? In the dumpster. (laughs) We only have one thing in the dumpster. Soul apologizes for sex dolls in the stands. Everyone knows women don't watch soccer. That was the first hint. People were like, women in the stands? What is going on? Oh, they're sex dolls. Whoever did this was very crafty. And I say, what's the freaking problem? It's also brilliant marketing. When you have a nation of people locked up at home, what better way to advertise your sex dolls than to put them in the stands at a baseball game? I think it's a genius ploy. It is. Sounds like something we would have done here at Fetacy.com. <laughs> <laughs> we need to name her. I know. We'll take some submissions for names. Yeah, we need a name for our one audience, our studio audience. (laughs) Staring at us with our cold, dead eyes. (laughs) We're going to take submissions for this one, guys. We need a name for the sex doll (laughs) or the whatever. mascot over there. We can advertise our clothes when we start getting them on her. (laughs) (laughs) Next week, she's going to be wearing a You're Not Woke, You're Annoying We revolutionize marketing. We don't need models. We have a weird plastic rubber doll. Moving on to Parade of Morons. The hug (sighs) condom. Put your arms through the slots. All right. Oh, my goodness. This was just sad. sad. Uh This made Sam cry. (laughs) I thought you were about to cry the way you said that right there. (laughs) Because it's so just depressing, but also weird. Our friend Anna, who is a member of Fetacy.com, and she's become a friend of the shows and the family, uh-huh. she had the best joke. She, she said, come on, Grandma. It feels so much better without it. <laughs> Which I was like, no one's making a better joke than that. Uh-huh. Someone else was saying that we are just living in that Naked Gone episode where they're both in full condoms hugging. And you were pointing out that then she does the hug for the cameras and then she like gives an interview. Right. With, with, mics. A, with the mic a couple inches away from her face with that nasty, probably microbes all over it. like And the children playing right behind her. <laughs> it was very strange. My heart felt like it was going to burst. There's a lot of these weird contraptions that people are making to socially distance and they're all freaking weird. Like that inner tube. 
I would be out of control with that thing. <laughs> Give me a few drinks and a bumper car table. <laughs> you get thrown out of the restaurant in two seconds. <laughs> Everyone's drinks going everywhere. And then inventors create a mask that lets you eat without taking it off. This thing is creepy. It's so stupid. Just take your mask off. I know. What is that actually doing? Is there scientific proof that this is helping keep germs out or in? No. No, it's disgusting. And I guarantee that thing gets so dirty with Ugh. all the utensils and everything. And it's a whole contraption. You have to like press a button to make it open. Come on. No. Stop with this nonsense. Just eat like a normal. And finally, in Breaking Bridget, John Krasinski sold some good news to Viacom CBS following a massive bidding war. This freaking John Krasinski. <laughs> this is just another perfect example of a white man taking all the opportunities. <laughs> he makes eight episodes. Eight. Eight episodes of his stupid good news show just because people don't feel good when they're stuck at home in the pandemic. <laughs> okay, maybe there was a good purpose behind it. <laughs> And people liked it, and they like him because he's just so handsome and charming. So dapper and amazing and such a great guy all around. We've made 25 perfectly reasonable, perfectly acceptable, high-quality episodes. We are a woman-owned company. <laughs> These are women voices. 33.33 repeating percent of us are a minority. <laughs> That's me. She's our, she's our representative the, over here. Token. Affirmative action. And <laughs> <laughs> Sam got the job because of affirmative action. <laughs> wow. I might need to be looking somewhere else. <laughs> I think you just lost your vote. <laughs> and he makes eight episodes, sells it to Viacom. There's a bidding war. Evil Corp is going to take this shit over. And he's not even going to be in the freaking star in it. If you want dumpster fire and you don't want me, take it. You can have Maggie and <laughs> Sam. I will sell them too. Yeah, she's selling see, me. See, now we know. She already tried to sell you to a man in Kansas. <laughs> Thank God that didn't pan out. He never responded to my email. Good. You know what, John Krasinski? Go back to Boston. I understand you have a perfect wife and your perfect kids and your perfect life and your good news because you're just Mr. Freaking Perfect and everything's so great and you've got roses and sunshine coming out of your perfectly waxed asshole. I'm sure you're lovely, but you took the only chance we ever had. <laughs> America needs la Sanhua more than it needs good news. If we were friends with Oprah Winfrey and had friends, we would have Oprah Winfrey on. And I touched her once. Bridget touched Oprah's hand once. Maybe we could talk about that. I mean, I'm just kind of happy for John. I think he's a really great Shut guy. up, Sam. Get on board, Sam. We're trying to be victims here. <laughs> we are oppressed. We are oppressed by the white man. I'm so mad. Eight episodes! I know! What do I have to do to get some coin around here, huh? Huh? And then the internet is glorious. We hit the body with a tremendous, uh, whether it's ultraviolet or just very powerful light, disinfectant, where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute. So that you don't touch other people's tennis balls um, with your hands. You can kick their balls, but you can't touch them. 
Keep being creative out there, people. Maybe you'll end up selling your stuff for hundreds of millions of dollars while we languish in an undisclosed location. (laughs) All right. Fetacy news. We had the brilliant Sam Harris on the podcast this week. Walk-ins, welcome. He will blow your mind. He talked about consciousness. It was a great interview. He's so smart and just mind-bending, really. Anytime you really get down the rabbit hole of consciousness, it gets it gets very weird very quickly. So check that out. I had an article for Spectator this week. It will be in the magazine, forthcoming in June, but it was launched online, Rebuilding Me Too. So check that out. We dropped it because of all the nonsense with the New York Times article. Touch my bells and button. Like, subscribe, and share. And more importantly, just tell your friends. Just say, you know... Are you tired of all that good news from guys like John Krasinski? Well, we have a fun alternative. People who don't take themselves or the world seriously, and they can laugh while it all falls apart. Thank you, subscribers at Fetacy.com, where we have the unedited, mostly edition every single week. Thank you, YouTube subscribers. We love you for touching our bells and buttons. And um, commenting, your comments are hilarious. We see you. Submit any ideas or stories you hear that are relevant to the week to weeklydumpsterfire at gmail.com. You can get merch and shirts and mugs and totes at bridgetfetacy.com. We do have more stuff coming. I know we've been saying that, but it's coming. Thank you, Zen Pro Audio, for the mic. Thank you, Better Fetacy, for all of your research. Follow Better Fetacy on Twitter. Thank you, Sammy Flaps and Folds. You're welcome. Thank you, Cousin Maggie. You're welcome. Looking forward to your undie line, both of you. Thank you, Bridget Fetacy. You're welcome. Where are my accolades? Where are my accolades, John Krasinski? Ha! This has been your Latsy Songhua for the week of May 17th to May 23rd. I'm Bridget Fetacy. Now, make me rich. Please, please, please make us rich. We're so poor. (laughs) 